Hello and welcome into the University Transfer Portal Roundup. This is our second episode and today is January 18th of 2022 for those of you listening in the future. Um, in this series, we kind of break down the transfer portal and how that affects you know, college fantasy football, future Debbie outlook, and all kind of things like that. Um, we've got some big ones to talk about and a ton of small ones to talk about. Um, and joining me today, of course, is the one and only Debbie Jake. How are you doing today? Howdy, partners. I'm doing good. Excited to talk some transfers. Uh, yeah, let's jump in. Yeah, I mean, last week we really focused on the big names, the tippity top of the rankings. Um, this week, we're going to try and catch up some of you guys on all of these smaller guys who, um, you know, still project to probably start or see the field quite a bit, uh, but definitely aren't, you know, five star guys or whatever. Um, and we'll start with quarterbacks. Just kind of quickly go through these guys. Uh, if you have anything to say, Jake, just go ahead and jump in. Um, and the first one is Michael Penix Jr. Uh, he came from Indiana. He's going to be moving to Seattle to join his former offensive coordinator, Kalen DeBoer, at the University of Washington. That'll be interesting to see how that shakes out between him and Sam Heward. Um, and then Connor Bazalak. Uh, was playing quarterback for Missouri, started most of the season last year, but he's going to move on and go to Indiana and take that opening job um, with Phoenix leaving. And then uh, that's kind of just a trend going on. I mean, one guy leaves, another guy comes in. Uh, we'll continue to see that as Adrian Martinez moves on from Nebraska to Kansas State. Uh, just another example of, you know, the girlfriend theory. Um, his girlfriend plays soccer at Kansas State, so there he goes. Um, and then Casey Thompson clearing the way for Quinn Ewers, who transferred into Texas, is going to take the Nebraska gig and presumably start there. Um, kind of a big one for college fantasy is former Nevada backup Clay Millen. Um, he's following his former head coach to Colorado State. Um, Millen projected as the starter for Nevada next season after Carson Strong left for the NFL. Um he obviously won't be starting at Nevada, but he'll probably be starting in the same system. Um, and then Siobhan Cordero uh, was the Hawaii quarterback. Most of the Hawaii team kind of transferred away. Um, Todd Graham apparently was not a good person, so uh, nobody wanted to play for him. So he's moving on to San Diego State. Uh, they've added a couple of older guys in the portal that should be interesting for next season. Um, but then... Filling in his role was Cameron Cooper from Washington State. Uh, he'll be transferring to Hawaii to compete for that job. Uh, obviously, now Todd Graham resigned, so they'll have a new coach going into next season. Uh, Lane Hatcher had a couple of great games and a couple of uh, definitely showed some flashes at Arkansas State. Um, however, his coach, Butch Jones, kind of refused to play him all the time, so he's moving on to Texas State, hopefully getting a full-time starting gig. Uh, Zach Gibson. From, from Akron, uh, threw the ball around quite a bit last season, was pretty successful at it. Uh, he'll be looking to move to the Power Five and Georgia Tech. Um, he's from Georgia, so he might be moving closer to home, but I think I think he has a chance to really um, compete for that job. And then last of all, Jarrett Daggy moving in to Western Kentucky. Uh, obviously, we saw Bailey Zappi transfer in there last year and you know just outperform everybody in college fantasy. Daggy probably not the not the level of prospect that Zappy was, but should be interesting in the offensive system nonetheless. 
any of those guys catch your eye, Jake? Uh, yeah, for me, the most interesting is going to be Adrian Martinez. Uh, I think uh, I don't like any of them, really. For Devi, uh, all of them, I think, have some CFF or C2C value. Uh, but Adrian Martinez, you know, is Konami code. Um, great running quarterback. Uh, leaves a lot to be desired throwing the ball, and he's been around forever. But uh, I really do wonder if his rushing is going to take away from some of Deuce Vaughn's upside. Uh, what do you think about that? I wouldn't be too worried. I think they'll still uh, scheme the ball to their best player. That is fair. Um, another one I am excited for is Lane Hatcher. He was uh, a top five uh, graded quarterback by PFF coming into last year. Uh, we have seen two coaching staffs look down on him. Uh, he has not been able to beat out Logan Bonner or um, or James Blackman, even worse, uh, last year. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. I, I love Lane Hatcher. Every time he goes in, he seems to play well. So I, I, I don't know why he's not been given a consistent job, especially considering who else they've had. But um, so I mean, I see uh, him at Texas State and see Butch Jones, famously not well known for making good personnel decisions. Uh, that man kept Elvin, Alvin Kamara on the bench for four years. So um, <laughs> not a big fan of his coaching uh, philosophy. I think- sense that the wounds are still fresh <laughs> oh maybe a little bit um <laughs> but yeah i do agree with you most of these guys don't have a ton of debbie value i think the only names that i listed that i'd be interested at all in debbie are probably uh maybe lane hatcher if you're in a really deep league and then clay millen um he's you know like six five or six six really tall um obviously going to project into a high volume passing attack and we haven't had the opportunity to actually see him yet. So um, a little more hopeful just because we haven't experienced him like many of these other guys. So, so very good point. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, we want to move on to, to running backs. I'm happy to give that a go here. Uh, first up, Tyon Evans uh, has left Tennessee to go to Louisville. Uh, that's bad news for Travion Cooley, the talented true freshman who had himself quite a nice season. Uh, I personally have to think that Tyon Evans is only going there because he feels like he'll be the favor favored to uh, lead that backfield. Um, Hassan Hall uh, is, you know, a casualty of that move and it gets pushed out of the Louisville backfield and has transferred into Georgia Tech. Uh, you know, with Gibbs leaving, there's a lot of touches opened up there. Amante Watkins has left TCU uh, for New Mexico State. He was the third string uh, running back a lot of the time for TCU last year, but behind Zach Evans and Kendra Miller. Um, New Mexico State has Jerry Krill as their new coach. Uh, their incumbent uh, COVID freshman running back Juwan Price is uh, pretty talented, so I'll, I'll be surprised if Watkins is able to unseat him there. I will jump in real quick and just say I don't think Amante Watkins' third string was necessarily an indictment of his ability considering he had Zach Evans and Condre Miller in front of him, and I think both those guys are really good. Uh, that is very fair, uh, and good on you for jumping in to defend him. That, that is a talented backfield, and it would be hard for anyone to to make much noise there. Um, 
Amani Bailey uh, from the, the Raging Cajuns has uh, taken the vacancy of Watkins and Zach Evans at TCU, and he'll be competing with Kendra Miller for that starting job. Uh, Jalen Berger, who had a fantastic freshman season at Wisconsin, but then seemed to get uh, removed from the team uh, fairly early on in the season this year, uh, has transferred to Michigan State. So we'll see if he's been able to resolve some of those off the field issues and we can get back to seeing him play football. Uh, Kalen LeBourne, uh, someone near and dear my heart, uh, has transferred to Marshall from Florida State. Uh, he's a former five-star running back. He actually got kicked off the Florida State team two years ago, uh, but he stayed at the university, uh, earned his degree, and is actually now a grad transfer heading to Marshall. Uh, so good on him. I, I don't necessarily think he's going to eat too much of Rasheen Ali's uh, workload, but you know, five star, former five stars usually tend to do pretty well in the group of five. Uh, in the same vein, Penny Boone has left uh, Maryland to go to Toledo, uh, former four-star running back for the Terrapins. Uh, great fan college fantasy landing spot uh, in Toledo. Bryant Kobach had himself a fantastic season last year. Um, and I, I love I love Boone as a late round dart throw this season. Uh, Ashad Clayton, uh, former track star in high school, uh, went to Colorado uh, for a couple of years, has transferred to Tulane. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this implicates uh, Tajay Spears and who ends up coming out on top the lead back there. Lynn J. Dixon has left Clemson for West Virginia. And just today, uh, it was announced that Trey Benson, uh, the third or fourth string running back for Oregon, has uh, transferred to Florida State. He had some injuries uh, the last season, and we will we'll see. I think it's mostly a, a depth add for them. I, I, I still like um, Treshawn Ward to carry the, the, the majority of the work for the Seminoles. Do you have anyone in there that you are partial to? Well, I mean, Tyon Evans is a guy. He was the number one Juco recruit last year. Um, had a pretty good season at Tennessee, um, other than the injuries. He played in seven games and had 521 yards and six touchdowns. But um, uh, he didn't really play all of seven games. I mean, he played some of seven games. He was injured quite a bit, uh, which is a little concerning for him. But I think he is quite talented. Um, so that'll be interesting to see in Louisville. Um, and then Jalen Berger is the name that like really jumps off the page of this cohort here. Um, Cause obviously he did have a great freshman season um, and we just saw, you know, Michigan state bring in a transfer running back and him just, you know, stunt on everybody in the big 10. So um, maybe we see Kenneth Walker jr. 2.0 um, or <laughs> Kenneth Walker, the third 2.0. Um, so, <laughs> Kenneth Walker four. Oh my gosh. It's like transformers or something. Just, um, yeah, but other than that, I think you nailed everything on the head. Penny Boone might be interesting for CFF, but I mean, I'm not really too interested in a Toledo running back in Debbie, so. Can't fault you there. Uh, why don't you catch us up on the wide receivers? Yeah, so we talked about last week about Kanata Mumfield joining a Pittsburgh. Um, him and Shockey Jocks Louise were teammates for about a week, and then Shockey decided to go to Akron himself. Um, and the two, I guess, probably just swapped dorm rooms. I mean, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, uh, 
going on with Hawaii, also escaping Todd Graham was Nick Bardner. Um, he's a big, tall receiver. Kind of interesting. We'll see him in Cincy next year. Um, obviously, a team that's losing Alec Pierce um, and has a good coach in Luke Fickle, so he'll probably be deployed pretty well. Um, and then Western Kentucky obviously saw Jeriff Stearns go to the draft, saw uh, Mitchell Tinsley go to Penn State. So they dipped back into the portal to, again, fill in their offensive holes. Obviously, Jarrett Dagey joining in in quarterback, but now Michael Matheson leaving Akron for Western Kentucky and former Western Michigan wide receiver Jalen Hall also moving to the Hilltoppers. Both those guys had like about 800 yards last year, so um, should be pretty interesting to see them in that system. Um, and then USF uh, South Florida also found two wide receivers in the portal. Uh, they found Aju Aju from Clemson and Coffrey Brown from UNC, uh, two guys that had high expectations as recruits um, and pretty much failed to live up to those expectations in college. Uh, we'll see if they can you know, capitalize on a bit lower of competition. Um, and then Elijah Cooks, uh, this dude had some really great seasons at Nevada. He had 926 receiving yards in 2019, and then he's been riddled with injuries the past two seasons, not been able to be on the field. Um, he'll play, well, I believe, his last season at San Diego State along with Siobhan Cordero. That should be an interesting duo to watch for college fantasy. Um, and then Tavion Robinson leaving Virginia Tech for Kentucky. Uh, this is a guy that some people thought might declare for the draft. So he's pretty talented, and obviously Kentucky graduates um, their best receiver in Wandell Robinson, so uh, plenty of targets to jump into there. Uh, Jordan Watkins leaves Louisville to join Ole Miss. Um, they have a wide-open wide receiver room as well. That'll be interesting to see. Um, Elijah Canyon from Auburn, obviously super fast. He's moving on to Purdue. Purdue pretty good at producing wide receiver talent in recent years so that might be a little interesting um and then for cff one guy who is gonna totally worth watching is xavier williams he was a depth piece at alabama which i mean obviously not an indictment of your talent alabama's he uh obviously has a ton of great depth pieces every year he's headed to utah state who just last season averaged 300 over 300 passing yards per game. So an explosive offense where he can probably be, you know, the number one guy, maybe. So that'll be interesting to watch out for for college fantasy. Um, and then Jaden Blue leaves Temple for Virginia Tech. And Joshua Moore moves across the state from the University of Texas to Texas Tech. Uh, any names jumping off the page for you there? Uh, yeah, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Jaden Blue. Uh, he's one of the only players coming back this year who has a 95-catch season under his belt, given that took place two years ago in 2019. Um, him and Cooks, I, I both really did. I liked coming into last year, and I was, you know, severely disappointed, but I'm optimistic that they can, you know, put it together for one final season. Uh, Elijah Cooks, I'm maybe a little less optimistic on due to Cordero. I don't think he's necessarily a good passer. Um, I think that the two uh, Mac receivers joining uh, Western Kentucky is great for them. Everyone is, you know, 
down on Western Kentucky now because they lost Kitley, uh, their offensive coordinator, who went to Texas Tech. But the person who takes over as offensive coordinator uh, was a position coach under Kitley and uh, both at Western Kentucky and at Houston Baptist. So he's, you know, intimately familiar with the system. And I think, you know, it'd be stupid if he's to expect him to make major sweeping changes. I think we'll see them try to emulate as much as they can uh, and what worked so much last year. Uh, I also love that you pointed out Xavier Williams. I, I agree. I hope he can slot right into the, the Devin Tompkins role. I know they're not, you know, necessarily the exact same player, but uh, they they feed their number one target, and I, I think that could be the X, as you said. Yeah, what you said about Western Kentucky is definitely interesting. Um, I mean, I was kind of worried, like, the casual CFF player – would, you know, just automatically lock in these Western Kentucky guys. But now I'm kind of hoping for an overcorrection because I want to get, uh, you know, Jalen Hall and Michael Matheson on my team, uh, even with this new offensive coordinator, because I do think they're going to do similar um, things with their offense. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, the Kitley move overcorrects in the other way and we see these guys possibly be of value, but who knows what will happen. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you there. Um, another another wide receiver we are yet to talk about, uh, Mario Williams, transferring from Oklahoma to USC. Uh, he was uh, two for sevens uh, wide receiver four in last year's uh, class. Uh, he's going to follow his former coach, Lincoln Riley, to the Trojans. Uh, do you think that Riley can use him a little more explosively this time around? I mean, I would hope so. Um, you know, when you watch the – Oklahoma offense last year, it seemed like Mario Williams was underutilized, um, only had, I think, 35-ish catches. Uh, so that's like two or three a game. Uh, but he looked like the best wide receiver on the field at times. Um, and a lot of those catches came in like the short areas of the field. I'd like to see him deployed a little deeper. Um, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't end up with Lincoln Riley again, but um, maybe uh, Riley will have some bigger plans for him this year. I've seen people say that uh, USC is a bad landing spot because of how crowded their wide receiver room is. But for me, I think the Oklahoma room is uh, much more talented. What, what, what is your opinion there? I mean, Drake London's uh, leaving. Um, I mean, they had some guys step up last season, but I'm not sure I'm too worried. Yeah, Plus, I think McCoy is, McCoy is in the transfer portal, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who transferred – to Texas, back to USC, and now is uh, on to his third team. 